0: Welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast, beginning now. Ooh, welcome back to another episode of the On Shuffle Podcast. I am Daniel. I'm here with Matthew. Yep. So what's up, dude? Uh pretty good. Uh
1: well, opening the door here we uh, <laughs> yeah I'm were, pretending like we didn't just sit you know, here for an hour yeah, and <laughs> playing with audio stuff uh, yeah but that's uh, no, been
0: good uh, yeah dude so uh, yeah I'm like you let's just pull it back a little bit we've been we told you the past uh, last episode that 2024 we're gonna get bigger and better uh, we didn't lie we're already on the move making moves um, we bought some equipment uh, problem is I'm not a very smart dude when it comes to the technology um, I say that like I'm good with like Microsoft at work and stuff like that. But when it comes to like, I guess this kind of equipment, the podcast equipment, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn. uh, And I think we're we're making a good effort at at trying to figure this out and we will figure this out. But nonetheless, uh, we've bought some equipment. We're trying to figure it out Uh, tonight. We're going back a little old school but not we're using uh, some sound stuff we both got a mic um we're both uh we're, we're, we're trying it um hopefully this quality is coming across good tonight um but anyways won't be a long episode we wanted to get together and um and test some things and here we are uh matthew haven't talked to you on the pod since christmas did you have a good one dude santa good to you
1: yeah it was good uh being with family and friends uh it's definitely much needed it was fun and uh but yeah it was good overall how about you
0: uh yeah dude it was very good Santa was really good to me man he uh he took care of me this year uh as always uh it's funny the older you get i know you're uh i was about to say it's a dad thing but i don't think it is i know you're like this probably yourself uh well just knowing you are like when you're a kid you You expect everything and you want everything and uh, and you get older and it's just like uh, it's like, oh, man, you guys thought enough of me to to buy me a hoodie. That's cool. (laughs) You know, and you're just excited to see everybody else open their stuff Uh, like I've I get just as much satisfaction uh, at this point in my life as I did with Santa Claus. Wait, anticipate Santa Claus just by buying someone a gift that I'm excited for them to open
1: yeah yeah that's uh i, th- I think that's uh, I, I was the same way this year um with my family we did a white elephant instead of giving everybody a individual gift so my main goal was to get the gift people fought over uh yeah so it's definitely obviously us. Uh, a bit selfish but off but obviously just trying to buy a good gift for people other people to actually want Instead of buying fifty dollars worth of exotic <laughs> beef jerky, which was a gift.
0: Oh wow, uh, no way.
1: Yep. Uh Dylan <laughs> bought uh fifty dollars worth of like elk, bison, I don't know, mountain goat Is know. that
0: a rib or is he serious? He's no, that no, he's serious. That was
1: serious. No no, that's legit. That was serious. Uh, oh wow. But uh no, but I agree. Yeah, uh, just buying a gift, and that was always one of the things that even when I was a little bit younger, you know, buying gifts for people. Like it was definitely putting in thought and like paying attention to what people say. Oh yeah, I want this or I want that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paying attention to what people say they want and actually getting it, getting them that. Yeah. What's the coolest part.
0: I agree with you, man. That is the coolest part. I think like, uh, and I was so excited this year. Um, And and you know, another thing I've, I've, uh, I take a little pride in now is like when you're younger, uh, I don't know how it was for you. Like not that I was like, and rich. Like we always, I'm very blessed. Uh, my, my, my parents provided me like I always get tired. Everyone complains about their upbringing. My parents, I got all the cool stuff and, and was very fortunate. Um, but, uh, you, you know, you always had like the one aunt or uncle, um, or one family member that got really, that you were excited about their gifts too. Like, like yeah. I had an aunt who always got us uh circuit city gift cards. Um, and if you're, from a certain era, and I guess maybe even this is a regional thing. I don't know, but Circuit City back in the day is where we bought our CDs. Um, so you get that fifteen dollar, uh, ten to fifteen dollar. I can't even remember how much it was. Ten to fifteen dollar Circuit City gift card. You knew that you were about to go buy, uh, you know, a new Metallica album or something. Um, so, yeah. but I, you know, I always take pride. Like uh, I want to be the the uncle or the family member that gets the cool gifts, like. Um, like this year for my dad i couldn't think of anything to get him and um you know i i I struggle with that and then i was like well uh we he and i were just talking like my kids are starting to get interested about the ancestry stuff and and my dad like for years he's um he's done the i think it's myancestors.com or one of those kind of things um but he's got it dated back for you know a couple hundred years and uh, um let me interject so not the dna right no so uh okay. you know how, like they have the my no it's my heritage uns- uh, okay you know what i'm talking about well, like the also, also
1: say that one of the dna sites got hacked
0: no it, it, it wasn't the my dna it was myheritage.com. Yeah, okay. and it's yeah. a it's a pretty cool one so like he's got it where and and not just him other people you can anybody can contribute but he's got it like where i can pull up that website now and you'll find like uh a family tree. it'll, it'll even have pictures of me uh you know of people like in the family but nonetheless, I knew he's big in that. So what I, I was like, well, I'm going to buy him the DNA kit for that website. Um, so which I think he liked pretty good. It hadn't came in yet, of course. But I, you know, I, I basically I wrapped the receipt or something like that, or the confirmation email. Um, yeah. So and it's one of those things where it'll like take you back uh, to the, like one thing had to advertise like a, um, how someone. G- started dating back to the 1500s on ancestry after doing that. Uh but it, you know, cool stuff like that, want to be the thoughtful gift giver um yeah. and uh you know, so whole lot of talking to tell you that, but I guess it's just um exciting time of the year. Everything was good. Uh, kids got everything they wanted. Um you know, only bad part dude is going back to work. I go back to work this week and I am struggling with that uh with that thought. I don't know. Are, are you any I mean, which I know you hadn't had that much time off, but um, I guess any time off, man, it's tough to go back.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Uh, rather not dwell on it, you know, way of life, I guess, for those that have to work.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to struggle with that, but it's all good. We'll make it work. Uh, dude, um, we don't – We so we didn't have a topic for you guys this week. We didn't plan one out. Essentially, this podcast is probably our least – amount of preparation because we wanted to get together and try some new things out. And um, you know, we've been a little irregular right now during this whole holiday season, but of course uh, you have to get it in when you can. But, um, I so essentially we're giving you guys a, a, a shorter episode, but a freestyle episode. Um, Matthew, I've got a couple things for you tonight. I know of first one, I'm, I'm gonna start real simple and easy. In uh, I got a question for you. I saw this online, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, let me get to it, dude. I'm, I'm sitting here, uh, stalling on you. Um, I should have had that pulled up. My bad. Uh, no, it is a question that says, which decade launched the best bands uh you get four choices which decade launched the best bands you've got the 1960s the 1970s the 1980s and the 1990s what say you man oh
1: you're not talking about the 20s or 30s no no
0: (laughs) we're gonna stick with these four right now i guess these Uh, were the four that they gave you a choice for
1: yeah uh yeah i mean i was off the sarcastic that no, no one no <laughs> one like
0: you know yeah I can't yeah name a 1920s artist well but, judy but, garland i guess but the funny thing about that though dude is this question's kind of it can be a little misleading if you wanted to be i guess like a stickler you could say uh you could want more context because if you think of it like this a lot of your 70s bands um might have formed in the 60s i mean do you take queen for example smile uh i guess technically like the the formation started to come together before the seventies yeah. um, or, and I'm just using them for example, I, I, I'm not saying that, uh, but you get what I'm saying. Like um, yeah. basically you can say, well, are we talking first album um, or are we talking uh, when the band started to uh, get together? But, um, but I, I, I throw that in because that was something that, that did cross my mind on that. But, uh, but again, your choices are sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. Um, I think you're probably gonna have the same answer as me, but I'm dying to hear what you got to say. Yeah, I you
1: know without you know the particulars of when they got started versus when they got big or when they released their first album yada yada. You know, I was maybe I guess what I'm going off of is when they got most popular, their peak, I right. would say. Um and I would probably, I mean, I guess it would have to be 80s. I mean, Michael Jackson even though he was in the 70s, he was the peak was the 80s. Mm-hmm. Metallica, Megadeth, well, Megadeth's peak was probably the '90s, but Metallica's peak was in the '80s. You um, know, their their biggest album came out in 1991 or '90, 90, '91. Pretty sure '91. Black album. Um. Uh Well, no, I said without going over the particulars. I would have to be the '80s. I mean, you know, the hit songs that came out from, like, you know Whitney Houston mm-hmm. and michael jackson prince you know obviously all the hair all the hair metal bands and of course like metallica anthrax slayer yeah uh just trying to cindy Lauper. i mean madonna i would say the 80s i, I would say the 80s so have to be the most pop the well it's the biggest i don't know
0: you you've you proved me wrong um i i was definitely gonna think you were gonna say the 70s i went 70s um i and I and I know I know that's probably when I looking back after at it, especially after hearing some of yours, um, it's it's more of a, a preference, probably uh, on the reason I went 70s. Um, but if you I, I, I would say this to your uh, point, if we probably sat down and made a list of uh, like all time greats. Um, and uh, we, we you know, like a pros and cons type list, but rather than pros and cons, we put 70s and 80s and we did like all time greats. Um, you you'd probably win there. I think uh, as far as the 80s go, I, br- I really think so. Um, 70s, I'd say like for for the rock genre, 70s would win. Um, but I think for all all around, you know, you you're probably on something there.
1: Yeah, because I, I guess what I was thinking about was the we are the world. Uh, song who big, was it the big big you know in the 80s you know the i mean that like obviously some of these artists are oh, like like ray charles was in it bob dylan those obviously aren't 80s artists as far as their peak mm-hmm. um and i probably would even say stevie wonders peak was in the it's probably 70s but yeah but um um but i guess without i guess nailing down like a hardcore concrete all the particulars as far as what we're going off of i'll say in general i mean the I uh, you know i'll say i'll say the 80s was probably the i mean i'll say there's there's a lot of peaks of artists in the 80s yeah and like and maybe if maybe not the peak but that's kind of like what they're known for like obviously someone like madonna who's obviously gone on to you know i think she's had a hit song within the last well uh, maybe not in 20 2020s but she's had a hit song in the, in the teen in the yeah teens relatively and th- yeah. the yeah arts and then 90s 80s um so so i'll say to someone like her where she's obviously had success throughout her whole life pretty much um everybody references the 80s with madonna 80s madonna um i mean like a prayer which that may be early 90s i can't remember but um i would say the 90s obviously had some in there i mean with pantera who you know got started in the 80s but their first album in 90 um obviously you know the the nirvana's of the world and Mm -hmm. all of them i mean i think like i mean the 60s isn't my favorite decade but 60s maybe more of a, I mean, probably the right answer, honestly, because of maybe not of like like the whole like the the number of hit right like or like all all time greats are there. There's probably like you know, the, the, biggest I would say of all time, like the Beatles and Rolling yeah, Stones, like the and, birth of the biggest. Yeah. Like CCRs uh, CCR is also in the sixties. Glad uh, you mentioned them. Yeah. So bring them up in a second. Good. Yeah. So, uh, so sixties may be actually the right answer, but, um, but again obviously i don't know I'm, again, I'm biased with the 80s
0: yeah well okay so again i, I I'm, I'm gonna um you've i said 70s um i don't think you can go wrong with uh, 60s 70s or 80s um i did i'll be honest with you like i mentioned a little bit I, I didn't give 80s much thought at all until after your answer and uh you've kind of swayed me a little bit man again i, I think you can't go wrong uh as far as uh I, I think the most influential rock was born in the 60s 70s um but uh, i think music uh as a whole um you know I, again 80s is hard to argue with that um so uh good call dude okay so uh, again we Mitch we got a short one for you tonight but um i do have something on my mind um you mentioned CCR a while ago uh for you at home if you you, you know you live it under a rock that's it's clearwater revival um I, uh, we've talked about them at length on this, on this podcast. Um, not that we're too like huge fans or anything, but like we, 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 re- we both respect the heck out of that, uh, that group. Um, we've talked at length about, uh, how big they were yeah. and, uh, and how they were only a four year, uh, uh, you know, length as far as like first album to last album. Um, a lot of bad fortune. Um, uh, just, just a lot of things that, that kind of happen. Um, I watched. uh, I watched a documentary. I started watching the documentary. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix? No. Okay, so they they have a documentary on Netflix. I turned it on last night, but as I do a lot at times, I turn it on at bedtime, and I fell asleep after about ten minutes. Um, But it was good enough. What I saw was good enough that I can't wait to go back and watch. uh, Hopefully tonight, before the weekend's over, I'll go back and watch it. Uh, Matthew, I bring him up because while I was laying in bed last night, I had an epiphany. I've heard Creedence Clearwater Revival a million times, um, as most people, even if they're one of those bands that even if you don't know them, you've heard them dozens of times. Uh, Soundtracks, um, you know, just very distinct uh, music and, and some of the biggest hits john fogarty john fogarty might be one of the greatest rock singers of all time
1: yeah his voice is uh very unique uh like i guess it's probably similar to a i don't know uh i guess trying to think of a singer that you know that that like they're not like a vocal olympian or anything but someone that you know in their own style their own style of music
0: is Mm -hmm. like you know heavy like you know no one else can do it he gives me dio vibes when you go back and there's certain songs i was listening to last Mm -hmm. night there's certain ones just like man there's not many people and like you said it's not like it's some like you know it's not
1: uh, i would say maybe for me like not because like vocally they're the same but like they're both like limited by like their what their ability is as far as like you know the you know i said the vocal olympics of it all mm-hmm. but what they do is really they're really good at is like uh luke spiller mm. where are not like i said he does he can't sing the highest notes can't you know mm-hmm. do anything like that but um but, they, but but like i said both stay within their their range yeah they obviously obviously they have great voices
0: So I was, you know, listened to it last night and I've man, I've heard him again, you know, hundreds of times um, and something just clicked last night. Uh, It was some of the songs I was listening to, I guess, because I was listening to quite a bit of them. Um, They're just different ones are on there, you know, and I bring up Dio because like there's something about guys like them and there's not many of them uh, to be quite honest. There's just a handful, but there's something like it is powerful. Like just a power, it's a powerhouse of a voice. Um, yeah. I, this is going to sound kind of like, uh, I know like an older, uh, uh, older person who's like um, from that era or who listened to that or, or whatever might would get upset about this comment, <laughs> but I would have loved to hear him um, sing like uh, more like metal. You know what I'm saying? I would love to, I would have loved to heard John Fogarty sing metal uh after after giving it a lot of thought in the last 24 hours um and just some of the songs and stuff dude uh, i can't imagine like uh, it would have been it would have been unreal
1: yeah i said that i would be um you know with his voice and just his overall sound uh like i said it would be interesting to hear you know him sing probably more modern songs especially in his prime um you know saying metal or even some uh, pop songs, maybe mm. like I said, I think is, like his voice is, is definitely, um, you know, like I said very unique. There's not really anyone else that sings like him. No, like no modern day. So there's just not anyone, um, like that. So it would be, um, would be interesting to hear him sing. Um, you know, sing like a modern song or a metal song or something um and and i did want to mention uh
0: with ai now we we can make it happen oh yeah yeah no doubt that is actually a very a very fair point you know man i i I know i've harping on it It, it, i i don't know why it hit me so different last night um but it did man it was just like a powerhouse of and i forgot what song uh, especially did it um but it hit me hard and then it got me thinking about like um, and you probably know this, I don't, you know, I don't know how much you know about them, Matthew. I know, obviously I don't, uh, I don't know, I don't know that much about them. Um, and I learned a little bit in the handful of minutes that I did watch last night, but when they started, uh, of course they started as a school band as a lot of, you know, times that happened, uh, in that, uh, day and age, but they start off as a school band. Now when, uh, when John's brother, uh, came on and like, when they started giving music a real go, uh. John wasn't the lead singer. Um you know his brother was. Um and they played like a different um I and I could be wrong here. I, I have to go back and research. I want to say it was more of a I don't I should I say doo-wop I can't remember, but it it wasn't rock and roll that they that they were doing. Yeah. Um and and so and they had a different name. They had like a stupid name. I can't even remember what it was like wally dolly i can't even remember what the the name of the band was man it was something just dumb um and uh i think they might have been under the stranglehold of like a a record company or something like that but um but anyways brothers the lead singer what's what's the brother's name um
1: I have no idea. Yeah. Sh- I looked it up before about Well,
0: and the brothers, the and it actually uh, the uh, the brothers, the older brother, by the way, I don't, not that that matters, but it was, uh, I think John and the rest of the guys, Tom, that's it. I think uh, John and uh, Doug and Stu, Doug Clifford and, and Stu Cook, I think they were classmates, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. And then Tom uh, was the older one, and um, and he – Was uh, he? I mean, would say older. He's probably like four or five years older than them. He he um he was in the they got him, and I guess that's when they started doing a little bit. But uh, but anyways, it's just crazy to think there was a day and age a guy who's listed in every major uh music um uh organizations top one hundred singers of all times. It's weird to think that he was not the lead singer in his own band at some point. Now, if you told me, yes, no, he wasn't a lead. He was in a band and he wasn't lead singer before uh, because you got situations like uh, Temple the Dog or, or, or stuff stuff like that happens. But it's not that it's not the band they're in. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just crazy to think like this dude was in this band and he wasn't the lead singer at some point, man. That's crazy to me. Um, And then the other thing is, uh, it got me looking at him a little bit today and I, I guess he just recently won his battle to, uh, to own his CCR's music, um, which he's been in a battle for 50 years for their, for the rights to the music, which is crazy that, you know, it's went on that long. Uh, now I might not be the person to talk about with that because like, to me, sometimes I think the artists get a little bit like, uh, cocky over certain now i'm not i don't know his case and he might have been completely right but i know a lot of times over the past few years i've seen artists uh you know come out like a big um uh, victim and it's just like well don't you know what record companies are and like how things work um you know they're giving you lots of money uh, and this is what they get in return. And uh, anyways, you get my drift, but, um, you calling out Taylor Swift. Uh, yep. I'm calling out you Swifties again. Um, so there you have it. Uh, Swifties, uh, you're getting it again.
1: I <laughs> say uh, arguably her having to re-record all her stuff is probably what made her even more famous.
0: Oh, no doubt. I agree with you there. Well, I
1: say, cause if she didn't have to go back and like, she just bought her rights and that was it. Yeah. Like she wanted to, right. And she didn't you know i think at one time like like i think the whole top 10 like the whole like bill billboard top 10 hits or Mm -hmm. whatever it was all her at one time yeah so so it's like i mean i said so someone like well john fogarty which obviously would never go back and recover his stuff no but uh but in some instances i guess not gaining your rights back um Mm -hmm would help you like it helped her but she may be the only one who was like like motley crew i want to say they own their rights mm-hmm. um the whole thing of that is like if they at least not at least it on you know i don't know the terminology mm-hmm. but if they use it in a commercial they get paid for it yeah instead of the record whoever owned it would get paid for it.
0: But but don't don't it seem like, though? And again, this is coming from an idiot. I don't know. I don't know logistics to any of this. Um, and I'm just learning what you just said. That's the first time I have ever uh, like I just learned about that as it came out your mouth. But it wouldn't it seem like uh, like her going back and recording her music be like just the same as you and I going back and doing her music. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, uh, well, because evidently and this is, you know, uh, this is a thing now how i how, we, how i say this may not be technically accurate evidently when it comes to like royalties there's different there's like when it comes to songs and music there's like the lyrical mm. and then there's the like lyrical royalties but then there's the musical ro- royalties mm. or like rights to music mm-hmm. so like she lost the ability to like she lost or the original rights to those original songs were bought and sold by some other people. So she, by covering them, like, so technically, even though they're the same song, as far as essentially the same song, it's it's like a new version of it. It's like a cover. It's just, she's covering her own stuff. Wow. So like, so instead of like, so she would, I think ultimately she was getting paid the same, like, as far as like, i guess royalty right wise i mm-hmm. guess but um but i guess is she has more of a say and in obviously what's being used now like how her music is being used as kind of the. so i think that so That's interesting. by recovering her own stuff she uh you know these newer songs like she kind of owns 100 percent of everything on them
0: i see and okay
1: so i guess essentially she's probably getting paid more money yeah but, uh, well,
0: that makes sense. When you put it like that, it, it it's, does make and sense. And some
1: artists is probably just like an ownership thing. They want to own their stuff. Right. And they don't want to, you know, you know, have someone else own it. Yeah. Own it. But I don't know. You know, I think kind of thing is what happened. I know there's um, definitely more educated podcast talk about
0: this well so it makes sense but also i'll say this i'm going to give taylor swift the first compliment i've ever given her on this podcast um i have uh you know obviously we've talked about last couple episodes caddy and co josh caddy uh formed a little relationship with the guy um you know i'm i'm in his corner rooting for him um you know uh doing the worship music go check it out three songs out i think anyways um Uh, he, I watched a thing where, uh, he was recording, he was in the studio doing the songs that, uh, the three songs that he did. Um, and the amount of detail and time, uh, that like I watched him, uh, and it wasn't even the whole thing. It wasn't like he got in there and then he walked out and everything was recorded. I watched a two hour, two hour clip it, uh, on YouTube of him, uh, one of the songs and he probably it was probably only about 45 seconds of the song that they were doing uh, editing or, you know, or do- you know he was doing he was singing uh, and going back and putting the different parts and, and what have you uh, thinking, talking and thinking about how they want to do something. Go back and try it different. But, but you know, uh, I guess what I'm saying is for her to go back and do everything, everything. And, and she's got a big catalog. Um, you know, she's done a lot of music, um, but go back and do everything. And I know that you have a blueprint, um, but also, uh, you know, you, you, you starting from scratch, whether you have a blueprint or not, you're starting from scratch, essentially, because you can't use, I'm assuming she can't, you know, use anything as far as like uh, old equipment or, or, you know, or sound bites or, or any of that stuff. So it's all from scratch, almost like she's got an idea in her head and she's recording all of it again. I respect the hustle when it comes to that. Like, you know, it's, you um, it's definitely it's definitely unique. I, I, I guess I, I'll I'll leave it at that. It's definitely unique that she did that and um and she's she's uh she did I wonder how many songs she had to go back and redo.
1: Well I don't think she's done her entire catalog yet. I think there's still a couple albums. But released. she's worked on a lot of it. But yeah, she's done pretty much all of her like, newer yeah. albums. Like I think it's the early country stuff that she's still working on. But, right. Uh, but like, like pretty much all, I guess, other than her most recent, like newer pop albums, that mm. you know, I guess it's on the previous record label that's what she's having to go back and redo. Gotcha. Um. So I don't know how many albums back that is. Yeah. But, that's. But uh. But yes. So like. So yeah. Her, you know. Her. I guess. I guess the royalties aren't affected. I guess it's just the right of the song. Right. And how they're used. Well, that makes sense. Um, I never you know, thought of it like that until you said it. Yeah. Because um. I mean, I I don't know if her music would be used like in such a way, but I don't know, like uh, for instance, um, if like I think this is a big thing politically when like a politician wants to use someone's music, uh, yeah. it's like a campaign thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, which you've seen a bunch over the last few years.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, they could approach whoever owns the the rights to the music and get access to it that way. And the artist doesn't have a say, mm. uh, not that, t- nope, not that Donald Trump wants to use, I don't know, uh, shake it off or anything. Yeah. But, uh, but she would just have obviously a direct say.
0: Well, you know what? I, I want to say this real fast. You did, you got on that subject, uh, and I do have a good one t- for you to, to end the show tonight. Uh, I, but a good topic, but I want to say this real fast. Uh, I don't care where you lean politically and all that stuff. Uh, it does not matter to me. I, you know, I, we basically told you we hate all politics. But uh, yeah. to me, that's always silly when these artists tell these uh, politicians to not use their music. That's such a clout thing because it does nothing but help you. Uh, you know, if Donald Trump or Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or, or or freaking Barack Obama, it doesn't matter if they use one of your songs. Um, That's that is not hurting you at all. It's helping you. You're making money off of that. So for you to uh, jump up and, and say something uh, is a is a clout move. Um, you're trying to like appease uh, people. Otherwise, it's not hurting you at all. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the song being used in a TV show, like you know, Stranger Things using Kate Bush song only. Right. After.
0: Very, yeah, true. That I don't know why that agitates me so much. So I get, I, I don't know. It's just, um, I guess, uh, and I know that this is, uh, petty, but, uh, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know what? There's so many bands and artists like, like that would love to be in that spot. Like Riff Raff, it's funny because I know Riff Raff, people were upset with him, uh, Back, I think it might have been Donald Trump. It had to be Donald Trump because I know that was the more touchy to people. Um, Riff Raff was like, I'll go uh, perform <laughs> you know at the White House and they're yeah. like for the inauguration. And uh, you know, obviously people didn't like that. And it's just like, dude, that's you know, heck yeah, we all would if we had like most of us normal people, if you said, Hey, here's a lot of money to go uh do this. Um, thing, then, you know, we'd be like, all right, sign me up. But, it, you know, anyways, I, I don't know why that that was just something that uh, that triggered me, because I'm always thinking about that, dude. <laughs> OK, we talked about this a little bit the other day. Um, we talked about the the new Guns N' Roses song, the general. Yeah. Um, what we uh, so we talked about that. Uh, we both pretty much agreed that it's very bad. Um, uh, you know, very let down by it. I want to say, "Old School" was a good song. We both, uh, you know, gave that a thumbs up. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a it was a positive, uh, but you know the this one and the other, like especially this one, it's just really bad. Um, so what I did was uh, this week I went and um, to Guns N' Roses social media, um, and they their pinned tweet on Twitter or X or whatever you call it. Uh, it's Gunners. It's here. Listen to the general now. And, um, you know, this is from December 8th and it's got, you know, uh, two and a half thousand likes, uh, but it's got a lot of comments and that, that was where I was going with this. Um, so I want to kind of go through some of these comments for you. Um, of course you have the people, the sounds like an instant classic, uh, but there's a far few between, uh, I'm going to read some to you. First one, good song question mark. Uh, next one, um sorry but oh my god this is a really bad song um next one it's really bad in my opinion not holding any hopes for the new album uh going on you've got um um i want to read one of the better ones oh yeah here's one lifelong fan but i'm not i'm not feeling this uh once somebody says no more this was dot 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 not good um I've been a Guns N' Roses fan for over 25 years, I'm 34 years old. This is shockingly bad. So messy. Why? Um, not a good song. All these unreleased Chinese Democracy songs should stay in the vault. Not sure what made them think this should be released. Vocals are not good. It's a bit of a mess of a song. Uh, so far, worst GNR song. I say it as an old fan of the band. Um, not at all a fan of the weird effect over the entire song. Instrumental and voice both suffer from it. Sad, uh, but uh, but I guess I will keep boring you. It goes on that uh, that line like it's just a bunch of. It, to me, it looked like a very negative feedback um, for what should be an exciting time. Guns. Of, I mean, we never thought we'd get here. Guns and Roses releasing new music yeah. um, now. So. I don't like to be all look look at all the bad. Of course, I didn't like it, you didn't like it. Um we we weren't we weren't fans of it. But I guess I wanted to see what made people like it. Um and I know there's certain groups. We all we all have a group or two that uh you, that can't do no wrong. Uh you know, obviously we're Queen fans. We pretty much like everything Queen. But I, I think we're we are fair about it. Like I it's fair to say You can look at someone and say, I know that you don't like that Queen song, uh, but I'm a big fan of Queen, so I see the good in it. Now, so I know there's people out there that's, you know, seeing the good in this, uh, you know, they're positive because their favorite band Guns N' Roses is playing, uh, got a new song that they've never heard before that they can play. But um, it seemed like the overall uh, positive part was people were uh, saying that it made them cry, that it made them cry, and that it was very touching, and very touching. And I was like, what, Where are they coming with this?" Like, I, I didn't understand. Yeah. Well, then, like, I, I read some more comments, and apparently, it's a song. Uh, man, I man, it, if this is not right, then enough people on enough fans are saying it to make you believe. But uh, apparently, it's a song about um, Axel. Uh, about the abuse from his father as a child. Um, and that's yeah. what it is. Um, and so you get a lot of people when someone says it's bad, people are on there like chewing them out and saying, like, this is something Axel had to do to work through things. Like, uh, this is for him. It's not for you type of thing. And it's like, well, be that as it may, if that's the case, maybe don't release it and just play it in your home. But you yeah. can't expect me to, uh, you know like it just because it's something that you know like that uh i don't know man it's it was just overall bad we both know that but um but what what have you ever seen something like that people saying hey man shut up he's working through something this is about his abuse as a child
1: well i frankly it doesn't matter by that like obviously what what the song is actually about can be one thing but uh you know as a fan you take the music or movie or whatever, and you take it and you process it on your own, and it means something totally different to you. And even if the song has great significance, like the most beloved pieces of music, of movies, like are, are shit on. Mm. Uh, people don't like. I mean, you would think, like, one of my favorites, Jurassic Park, you know, great movie, obviously an all timer. Uh, you know again it's this beloved movie but there's still people that hate it yeah you know so and that's the and that's a good movie like let alone like something like like a cult favorite like detroit rock city which is a movie that i would say not a lot of people like right but you know it's as fans people still like it in its own way yeah so I mean, I think the good Guns N' Roses songs are divisive at the least. Yeah. And this is a awful Guns N' Roses song. So, like, That's again, take it as a may like, the what the song's actually about can be, you know, again, it can be personal or it could just be, you know, like modern pop where some of it is, it, is just, is, you know, just a pop song. It's just, like, it's not personal on any reason. It's written by someone else, performed by the other, another person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, my my thing is this though. Like, uh, you're exactly right. I you can't tell me that I have to accept it because it's means something when yeah. all of it's interpretive. Like, like you know, you either like a band or a song or a movie because you know it speaks to you, or you because you like it or you don't. Um, but you know, if let's just to me, that's like. I don't know. Uh, remember the Titans this is a true story. Uh, I if I say, uh, that movie sucked, you can't be, somebody can't be like, uh, uh, you know, no dude, like this is real. Like, this is serious, know, yeah, this is serious. It's like, okay, well I didn't enjoy the last two hours or in this case, I didn't enjoy the last three minutes, you know, uh, yeah. of this, this song, uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, he was able to, make a song about something that meant something to him, but that doesn't mean that it means something to me. Damn it.
1: Yeah. I, 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 it's okay for the, you know, the fan or you as a person take something and, you know, take it and take it for one thing. Another person takes it as something else and they like it or dislike it or whatnot. I think there's awfully non rude ways to say that. I mean, if I don't like something, I'm not going to go online and tear it down. I'm just not going to take it in or listen to it or watch it anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I I listened to the, the, listened to the general once. I didn't tweet about it. How so bad it sucks. Right. I just didn't listen to it, and it's gone. It's I. You know, it's like you know one ear at the other. So I think there's definitely ways to, if you don't like something, to better ways to even voice your opinion. Yeah. But not to be a dick about it. But. At the end of the day, you know, opinion is opinion, you know, you, you take up what it is. Well,
0: I think you might have just spoke to my soul. I'm a stickler for people uh, going on and saying mean things because sometimes we forget that. And I and look, Axl Rose, those guys, they might not. There, there's a good chance they don't even go on social media. They're at a level like very few have ever got to in this world. Um, There's a good chance they don't see nobody's opinions online. But uh, in the event that anyone does, family, anything, like I've just always found it rude to like if any of us normal people, if someone went on our Facebook page, our Twitter account and said something mean in your comments, um, you're it's gonna ruin your day and it's gonna hurt your feelings and it's gonna bother you. And um you know and i guess amplify that by a million that's what guys like people like this see the famous people yeah and i know a lot of times it's like well don't i don't feel sorry for them because you know they're rich or they're you know this is what they, you know, you sign up for, Yeah. well, no, you don't, you don't, you don't sign up to, you know, nobody says, Hey, I want someone to be ugly to me. (laughs) Like that's just not a thing, man. And I think sometimes people forget that uh, when it comes to these things, another thing I found interesting um, and last thing I'll say about this, another thing I found interesting was um, apparently if this is right, this is when this is what I read, uh, not on anything official, but the, the vocals on this track are from 2002. Um so because I was thinking like man he sounds really good uh they've distorted it or like they it's got a weird sound effect over it yeah. but uh but Axel does sound very good but again um and and we both speak from experience we've seen him a concert in the last 5 years he he sounded great but i anyways i guess i was thinking he sounds really good but hell it was 21 years ago i, I of course he sounded good yeah. um but uh, but anyways, I, I, you know, won't harp on that, Matthew. I know we've probably went longer than we expected tonight, man. Is there anything yeah. like um, uh, recommendations? I want to say this. Um, you and I, I think you liked it, too. I sent you a song and I've got jumping the gun here. I'm going to recommendations. Um, I know Christmas is over, um, but I wish I had found this one. Like at the beginning of the holiday season, uh, Ed Sheeran and Elton John have a, a Christmas song called Merry Christmas. I sent that to you. You liked it?
1: Yes, it's it's really good uh it's very good it's a very good song better than i expected yeah um it is pretty ed sheeran heavy i mean ellen john joins in on the i think he has part of the part of each verse and the chorus technically he's on the chorus but it's more but i still say it's pretty uh, pretty heavy ed sheeran Mm -hmm. song so if you don't like him you probably won't like it but yeah the song itself is good i said it's um, i'm not an in fan myself so i wasn't really expecting to like it honestly right but it is good you know so i do enjoy it a lot so i uh yeah, i saved it
0: well the the funny thing to me was i you know i did too i saved it and i was excited about i like it it's uh, very catchy i've listened to it a bunch but it came out in 2021 uh the song is yeah. uh, you know two christmases ago and i have no clue how i didn't hear about hear it, it to me it's the best christmas song that I've heard, uh, you know, it's no secret, it's hard to find good Christmas songs other than like the big Christmas songs. Uh, The only thing you usually find is like a, like a cover that you like or something, but it's hard to find like an original new Christmas song that you like. Uh, I know you and I, uh, there's a couple rock and roll ones we like. um, But again, as far as like a traditional Christmas song, it's hard to find one Um, And this might be the first one that I've found that I like in a long, long time. Um, Years, I'd say. Uh, It's the best original Christmas song in years to me. I'll say that.
1: Um, I think Kelly Clarkson had a couple of good ones. Um, I think Under the Mistletoe, I think, is one of hers. uh, uh, It's original, I think. Uh, But but yes, uh, there's not many great new Christmas songs, so, so this is definitely one. Uh you know this is a good one.
0: Dude uh other than that I don't have any uh recommendations. I I've just listened to Christmas um this holiday season it's been Christmas all together. Uh I you know Caddy and Co put out a couple of uh lyrical videos. Um, you know, so check those out. That's Caddy and Co. But, uh, other than that, um, yeah, man, I, I'm there's nothing really, it's just been all Christmas music, man, from Bing Crosby to uh, Babyface to Scott Wiland, uh, you know, Ed Sheeran.
1: Yeah, yeah, nothing for me either, and no recommendations. Uh, we'll get back on our normal podcasting schedule, uh, yeah, next time, uh, with topics and homework and all of that, but, Good uh, Yep. So this is just a shorter episode, even though it was longer than I expected. Yeah. But uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, you know, I wish all of you, I don't know, we'll be back in the next day or two or a week or I don't, we'll be back soon. Um, like you said, on schedule. Um, I hope that you uh, all have a great year. Um, it's going to be an awesome one. I promise you uh, on our end, we're going to, Uh, keep pushing this thing forward but i hope every one of you have a great year you stick it with us Um, we grow together and uh, it's the best year yet 2024 in all of our lives um so i pray you all have that um but anyways um love you guys peace
1: yeah